Welcome, my dear lovers, to another unfiltered episode of Yours Truly. I'm your host, Sumat Joshi, ready to navigate the nooks and crevices of love and relationships. Today, we'll dive into crushing the perfect relationship myth and discussing the dangers of comparison in the age of social media. Whether you're single, committed, or exploring the complexities of love, this episode promises to enrich your understanding and offer fresh perspectives. So sit back, tune in, and let's walk into the heart of love and relationships. Listen till the end, because we contradict each other quite a bit in this episode and offer unbiased theories on the topics that we discuss. What's it about? Tell us about your podcast. Okay. So my we, we kind of got on that topic from, you know, our setting, our lighting, and your oh, setting. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about here. Okay. That one being more like a newsroom. It so. It is bright enough, and there's enough technology and all the background wires and cables that you would think mm-hmm. you have some kind of offshoot of some show. But it's called The Black Box. I'm Samuel mm-hmm. Smiley. So it's Samuel Smiley, The Black Box, or uh, The Black Box hosted by myself, basically. Okay. Right. Um, it's a channel that will cover, like we've already started recording it, but it covers everything mainly in culture. So it covers relationships, it covers money, it covers, Mm -hmm. um, taboo subjects that people are afraid to talk about. Mm -hmm. A lot of, like, it's not meant to trigger people, but people will be triggered just because we're in a society where to be honest and to have your own opinion your own opinion not Mm -hmm. the opinion of a group but your Mm -hmm. own opinion is now like triggering to people Mm -hmm. so it's basically that show where it's like okay wow we're touching this yeah we are let's do it is there is there going to be any people pleasing i'm guessing not people pleasing Mm -hmm. meaning meaning there's so many podcasts out there that talk about the same thing that i talk about here that you talk about on your podcast but they're so they're so they're so one side or the other they're so one side no they're they're so normal or they're so in the dead center that oh i don't want to offend you i don't want to offend this person i don't want to offend that guy i don't want any hate messages on my instagram I I will say for the first couple months, mm-hmm. we'll see how long it takes. I'm not reading any comments because <laughs> anyone and everyone can be offended. I've already Correct. I already shot four. We're shooting ten before I release any of them. In the first four, uh-huh. I was like, when I left, I was like, oh, oh, that one's gonna, oh, that one's gonna, oh, I was like, well, okay, whatever. So it's like, someone could be, someone's toes can be stepped on at any point. Mm. Okay. Because there, because one is an opinion. I'm mm-hmm. one individual mm-hmm. living a life, mm-hmm. so the chances that we agree on every single thing is mm-hmm. just not possible, mm-hmm. and that's fine. And that's why that's why I call it the black box because the black mm-hmm. box is like you know we know the black box from the from like planes, right? Mm-hmm. And it's what's supposed to survive after a plane crashes, and mm-hmm. they go in, they find out why did it crash. Mm-hmm. Well, the black box is kind of like if aliens or someone. Or fallen humanity found these records mm-hmm. of videos one day, they could basically siphon through those videos and go, oh, this is why the society fell. So the yeah. black box is speaking on things that are in culture that people right now don't want to talk about. I think if aliens found out why our society failed, they would laugh their ass off. <laughs> They would make movies on it, they would make TV shows on it, they or would have decades of content. If they had the same sense of humor, more than likely <laughs> they would go, 
oh, we didn't get here soon enough, or they didn't realize, like, I think they would have pity on us. Laughing at the same time. Maybe but at the same time. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, when you look at the, uh, when you look at, what is it called? Like the, what is it, the, uh, the ruins. The Mayan ruins? The Mayan yeah. ruins, right? Uh-huh. And you go through and look through society, like, their scrolls and things, you go. I mean, I remember being in um, Mexico, and I was at Cosmel and Costa mm-hmm. Maya. And I think it was Costa Maya where I went to the ruins. And they talked about on these giant stones we were standing on. They were like, yeah, that's where they were sacrificing somebody. And it's not really laughable. It's really depressing and dark and heavy. And, you, and, and kid you not, even before they said that, we were, some of us were like, man, it feels really weird right here. Like when we got to this spot. The energy? The energy Ooh. was so off. We were just like, what did we, like I felt like I came into a mist. Like mm-hmm. I had like transformed or transcended into a different plane for like a little bit. They're all like, probably just there in that 10 by 10 space. There's definitely a spiritual energy that's definitely there. So it was like, okay, trauma blood mm. war mm. like i imagine if we were at you know gettysburg or somewhere mm-hmm. where we've had some really bad wars or uh, maybe even if like the weapons or torture devices to some degree mm-hmm. whether you're in rome or on a plantation somewhere mm-hmm. you're going to feel some type of sense of something especially when it's had a lot of death there mm-hmm. i think it's i think it like Things, elements hold in. Well, things hold energy. That's a real thing. So mm-hmm. things do hold energy. And I think that's a big thing that people, I want to say, don't realize in modern society. It's it's very far sighted. It's very extreme. Where one side or one person only sees the vanity of a relationship in yeah. this case. Okay. Or you know what you're doing with your partner versus how do you feel when you're with them how mm. do they make you feel by their actions right mm-hmm. and that brings us to today's topic which i'll say it out loud but obviously this is very broad yep but it's a reality check and crushing the perfect relationship myth and how we compare our relationships with social media and what we see on the internet and in some cases celebrities sure Many cases. To many cases. <laughs> <laughs> many That's what cases. social media is built off of. Right. If you really think about it. Celebrity relationships. Yeah, yeah. And then people put their relationships in the place of what they see on the internet. Whereas the internet is just audience and algorithm mm-hmm. put together to produce the best content. And some people figure it out and they post those things. Yeah. But then other people think that that's how life is perfectly supposed to be. What do you, do you, do you think, okay, I'm going to segue real quick. Say it. Okay. I said something that I didn't re- think about before. I've actually never thought about it, but mm-hmm. I just, I keep up with tech. Even when it comes to apps, mm-hmm. when they launch an app, you know, the first people they try to get on? No. Celebrities. Mm, of course. Because we follow. Mm-hmm. Un- for whatever reason, mm-hmm. we follow the people we like Correct. in a big world. So if Ariana Grande is going to do it, I want to be there. If The Rock's going to be there, I want to be there. Uh, you know, just mm-hmm. think of people and they, they poach them first. Hey, we need you on this app. Why? Because you're an influencer. You mm-hmm. influence people. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do what you want to do because they want to be where you want to be and they want to be who you are. So mm-hmm. I think 
social media from a relationship standpoint is just another version of keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, 100%. Right? 100%. It's just... A, but there's a, so many Joneses out there. Correct. Too. That's the difference is you're amplified. So at least before when you had the only situations where, oh, I'm only trying to keep up with that one couple. Yeah. That made things simpler. You don't see <laughs> Giorgio in Los Angeles with his hot, you know, new wife, big boobs, you, you name it. Right. You just saw one guy. Yeah. Your neighbor. Your neighbor. That's Rob. it. Rob, and you and Rob would go here and here. You're like, okay, I don't need a new car, but I don't beat you with a pool. Yeah. Okay, cool. But then now you're going Rob times a million, mm-hmm. Rob times a thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be a very different situation. That's going to be hard to keep up. But why is that, though? Why do we feel the need to keep up? Yeah, because somebody else's relationship doesn't make us happy. Why we don't realize that in our relationships, you know, it's more important to hang out with your person, go do things with them instead of comparing. What, what's with the comparing constant, constantly? I think we are naturally natural. Okay, so let's start. Let's, okay, let's take it down. <clears throat> so I'm going to take it down one layer below that. Even beyond relationships, whenever we, we can think about something, we can ask for something, we can pray for something, whatever. Whatever that thing is Mm -hmm. that you have wanted and desired, Mm -hmm. let's say a relationship, Mm -hmm. soon as you get it, whether it's a car, new house, clothes, Mm -hmm. or a person, Mm -hmm. eventually you go, oh, they're not new anymore. Mm -hmm. So what happens, I believe the comparison is born through this commitment that I've made mm-hmm. and I'm dealing with the human so I can't just swap it out trade it out mm-hmm. so we have created society where mm-hmm. people are doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> with the swipe and left Correct. left right that is it's the buffet mentality is what I call right. it when I talk to my therapist we'll get into that later mm-hmm. but what I think happens is when you have so much information mm-hmm. Beautiful information. Way, way too much information. Way too much information. <clears throat> what happened, especially without discipline. So a lot of this is a maturity thing. And it doesn't. And age does not always ma- mean mature either. But what I believe happens to not complete this argument or what I'm, whatever I'm trying to say mm-hmm. right now is to we're naturally always comparing. We're naturally always not satisfied. And so the problem, I think, is about just being able to be at a place where we're content and okay mm-hmm. with knowing that emotions are fleeting. So I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be mad. And I have to be okay with all of these emotions and let them come and go and not so much react. I think mm-hmm. the biggest problem when it comes to relationship is that we react mm-hmm. instead of just viewing and just going, hmm, someone's mad right now. And it's that, it's that, it's the perpetual happiness too, yes. like you said, and y- you expect to be happy and buying products that bring you happiness that bring you instant gratification. We expect that instant happiness and instant compatibility right. in a relationship. And then if we don't find it immediately, we're like, okay, we throw it out. Uh, yeah, this is not great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing as buying, you know, 10 t-shirts on Amazon, they're each $10, they're going to last two washes, versus <laughs> buying one good t-shirt one for $50, quality one. one quality t-shirt, uh-huh. and it's the same concept, well, I don't like it, I'm just going to throw it away. Right. 
if I don't get instant gratification, I'm done. Hmm. If I don't get instant gratification, I'm done. Which means if I am not pleased. Instant compatibility or nothing. Yeah. Okay. Man, what do you say to that? What is your take on that? Because that's, that's a statement. So I can say that from personal experience because I've been that way a lot. Okay. I've been on dates and you go on a few dates and you're like, you know what? This is not my forever partner. I know they don't check these boxes. They check these boxes over here. There's some major boxes that people ne- sometimes need to check. Sometimes, yes. Majority. Majority. Yeah. But... It's our own assumption also. Because now you're like, oh, I found out a lot about this person really quick. Now let me see what else is out there. Right. There's no way you know that person yeah. after one date. Yeah. There's absolutely yeah. no way. Two dates, three dates, even four dates, even no. a month, two months of Not dating. Even, no. Uh, you, will f- you start to find things. I have done it. I'm guilty of it. Yeah. I've done it in the past. You start to find things and you're like, okay, what else is out there? I'm not instantly happy. I don't, I don't feel the instant compatibility. I can go buy a nice pair of shoes and wow, I feel great. Mm-hmm. But this this relationship is not feeling that way. So let me find another one that makes me feel that way. Mm. Oh, it didn't make me feel like the last pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The last right? pair of shoes it's make like my the, feet hurt. The last pair of shoes made me very comfortable. She was great. She didn't give me these kind of problems. She didn't ask me these questions. He didn't make me do this. He didn't challenge me. Yeah. My last guy yeah. was just cool with everything. Yeah, but that's what you didn't like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many people I've met, and they go, oh, yeah, he was just like, I don't know, I just, you know, I wasn't sure if he loved me, because he was just cool with everything, and, but, but then, they get in another relationship where somebody would challenge them in that same way, mm-hmm. and they're like, I don't want you to do that, I don't want you to be that, though, in their p- previous relationship, they, they almost asked for it, they almost, like, they told the universe, mm-hmm. this is what I want, they affirmed it, and then it presents itself, because they thought, <laughs> what did you about to say? No, what? no, 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 good. No, you're, you're right. You're right. Oh, oh, but, but it's like, it's interesting because then it's like, okay, are you ready for the mate that you've asked for? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes they're going to come packaged a little bit differently mm-hmm. or they're going to come with something internal that's mm-hmm. going to challenge you mm-hmm. and what your world view. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that? Because that's not going to look perfect. It's not going to feel great. Mm-hmm. And you may, if you can handle it and get through on the other side, it's going to be fantastic. But to get there, it's a whole nother ballgame. Great communication is not perfect. No. I am establishing great communication with my girlfriend Uh and man, it's painful. I have to fight with so many demons. Mm -hmm. I have to fight with so much of my old shit that I'm used to be doing. And I'm like, wow, I've done this for years. Man, I got to stop this now. But okay, this is the right thing to do. This is how you truly communicate. You're mm. not just going to shut down. What are you stopping? I want to know. Just a lot of things. In the past, I, I know that I've shut down. You okay. know, if there was an argument, are I you would a just flight like... Are you a I would... I, I think I've, I've probably done it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> probably done that in the past. Okay. But no, because some people, you know, I forget all of them, but it's like some people are like flight or fleet mode and they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's getting hot. I'm out of here. Yeah. Some others are like the contesters. That's how I am. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm going to fight you. Let's go. There have <laughs> been certain situations. I'm just like, hey, this is not worth it. I'm not going to fight. I'm out. But like, you know when it is worth it and you will stick around and fight. Hmm. Sometimes you may bail and then you're like, oh, I should Should've, not have yeah, done that. Yeah, yeah. I should go back and fight. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's too late. Yeah. Sometimes it is too late. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but it's also it's also our minds... If I make up my mind on something, 
it's mostly it's it's just done it's like my mind is made up so now what i've done is i just don't make my mind up that often mm. about things mm-hmm. you know i i keep a keep it loose keep it so open so you fluid correct okay can i challenge you this though mm. maybe not just keeping fluid or open because there's certain things i think I was about to say as men, but I really do mean, to a degree, I do mean that. But I also mean as just people, mm-hmm. that there needs to be certain things, core values, principles, ethics that we say these don't actually bend. Yes, I don't actually wave here. Yes, that's not fluid we for have me. Those. Yeah. You're right, right. So I just yeah. want to make sure that's clear for you guys watching. But <laughs> but they're they're like in in a world where we don't believe in boundaries. Right. You're in a world of trouble. Yeah. In your relationship. That's Even if point. you want to go, oh, I don't, I don't want boundaries. Yeah. I don't want, because what we think we're doing is we feel like we're strangling someone. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, I'm not allowing somebody to be themselves. It's like, okay, let's think about that for mm-hmm. a second. Their true self. My true self, and then bring me back on point because mm-hmm. I do this sometimes. Rabbit trail, here we go. My true self should not be the person that I'm promoting to the world. Here's why. Mm-hmm. My true self is what I call the black mirror. It's what I wanted to call my show, but mm-hmm. Netflix had that. Netflix so I wasn't gonna, took your idea. Right, right. Yeah. But the black mirror is what I call it when, we, when a person truly sees themselves uh-huh. for who they really are. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, and the ugly. Which mm-hmm. is what the black mirror tries to show you. It tries to show you the person that these people portray themselves as, as they're going through society. And by the end of the show, you see who they really are. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. really a reflection of who we are if we watch that show correctly. I do watch for entertain, entertainment purposes, but I also go, what, is, what can I take from this? Mm-hmm. This woman is living this lie, but now we're able to, from this show angle, I'm able to see the real her. Mm-hmm. So if I show my true self or live my truth, mm. live my true self. What does that look like? Well, Samuel loves beauty. I love variety. Mm. I love flavor. Mm. So what does that mean? Well, that also follows me into my romantic life. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a Playboy magazine. Watch actually. this. Right, yeah. right. So all of a sudden, by me living my true self, somebody would say, well, you know, Sam, well, maybe for you, you should just be, that should be something that you make fluid Mm -hmm. and you should just, you know, go with the wind. So what that would look like practically for me is every single beautiful, attractive woman I see, Mm -hmm. I would go, hmm, maybe, maybe, but maybe also then turns into, hey, can I get your phone number? Hey, can we go out? Why? Because that's my true self. Then I have to go out there and find someone who wants to be loved by me and Mm -hmm. I go, I can't just commit to you because my true self is this person who's going to go with the wind and whoever the hottest next thing that comes into my Mm -hmm. proximity I'm going for them and I used to do this but my point is even just visually right my point is though in relationship that person that you're with is going to be the person who says okay I see this who you are correct but Are you going to keep evolving? Because that's the part where people get mixed up. People are evolving. People are growing. The answer to your question, I think we're going to unravel. But one little key thing there is like, you're not going to find a perfect relationship. But are you in a relationship that is worth 
growing into? And are you with a person who has committed that it's like, I'm not just going to prop my feet up. You found me skinny and hot, yep. but accept me the way I am. Yeah. Whatever the heck that yeah. means. Because it's like, it's so broad. I'm, yeah. I'm quick to tell somebody, yeah. I'm not accepting you. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to accept that for me. I don't yeah. get on, you don't get hired by a job. Mm-hmm. And then they go, you know, whatever you decide to give us, we'll yeah. take it. Exactly. <laughs> it's not exactly. Gonna work. Yeah. They're going to go, uh, you're fired. Yeah. That yeah. you're not meeting our expectations. Yeah. Your evaluation didn't come out well. You know, development. Um, well, you know, I, I didn't want the foundation that level, but this is the best I can do. Mm-hmm. They go, okay, uh, you're, you're not getting approved. Yeah, he's he's talking about real estate development, by the way. Yeah, he's talking about houses. We're both in real estate, yes. so that yeah, correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. There is there are rules. It's yeah. not fluid. Yeah. If you a job's not done, we don't pay either. If a job's not done right, you have to be a contractor. Yeah. So the same can said be said to a degree about relationships and why they fall apart because it's like and this is where I think people should be really really honest and this is what another thing about my show is about I am going to write a book about this um, about some raw honesty in a relationship Mm -hmm. to some degree Um, and I think the average relationship I'm not going to say data I'm not going to use data because I don't have the data right Mm -hmm. now but I would argue we have Google, by the way, if we want. We to should totally out. use it, but okay. I would argue that the average relationship has about a sixty percentile honest ratio, if not less. It could it could be way less. Sixtieth percentile what ratio? Um, of honesty in a okay, relationship, okay. meaning it's about sixty percent honest. Okay. If I'm being pessimistic, that's being optimistic. If I'm being pessimistic, it's more so about forty percent and sixty percent, because most of it's internal. And then we live out that 40% that makes, that just keeps the relationship okay. Like, oh, I think he still likes me. Oh, I think she still loves me. Like, I'm not sure. I don't want to ask because I don't want to have that conversation. But I'm just going to stay in that 40%. And I think people also get to the point where, like you said, they're not evolving enough. And they're not doing enough things with their partner. They're not being interested enough. So Mm -hmm. they they don't know how much they're loved. Because no one is taking the initiative. Oh, yeah. They're both scared. Correct. Yeah. Now, I Googled. What you Google? How many relationships are honest? What does it say? Now, this would be hard to figure out, but... W- w- so, obviously, this, is, this would be extremely hard to figure yes. out, right? We would yes. have to hire spies. Yes. This yeah, says... Who would need, who would need uh, the... Uh, no, what we would need is the neural link from Elon so we can hear people's thoughts. Yeah, just <laughs> really drill. Know. We should start drilling into skulls. <laughs> yeah, let me gather everybody here at the office. Uh, so it says, in one recent study, 60% of people reported telling no lies during a typical day, with another 25% telling one or two lies. I think the 60% are very optimistic people. Uh-huh. I don't think they looked back at their day. But I think there's a lot of lies, small lies, big lies that you tell other people. But what about the lies that you're telling yourself? That's why I said in the mind. Majority of it's in the mind. Like, oh, babe, you want to do this? Answer, no. Am I, now, do, will I dull, people don't like this. Like, oh, I don't want to dull myself down. Mm. (laughs) And I don't like, I don't mean to, I don't mean to sound like a girl intentionally. But majority of people in our society are vocal are women that's just uh, vocal in terms of just um 
men, it, the amount of men that we have in society, just in America, let's mm-hmm. just say in America, majority of men are silent in America. Yeah, but don't you think that's because they were raised that way that, oh, you know. I'm not saying the reason. What I'm saying is that one is okay. more loud than the other. Mm-hmm. Beca- I was only saying that because the, the, the um, trait I was, ca- the character I was playing mm-hmm. was a feminine, uh, feminine character. Oh, okay. Sure. Saying, I don't want to dull myself down. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh, okay. So we can get into that later. Yeah. But um, so, so meaning by that is like, oh, I don't want to dull myself down. Mm-hmm. So in relationships, when people find that they have to bend their will, mm-hmm. right, to some degree. Oh, yeah. What happens a lot no of times. No flexibility. Right. A lot of times what happens is they go, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And in society, in our current society, you'll have people telling the other, right, you go. You need to be living your, your mm-hmm. truth, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting statement. Um, well, that can go many places. I'll save that for my show. Mm-hmm. But your truth. Well, what ends up happening is you have. We are all recruiters mm-hmm. by nature. Yep, recruiters constantly. If you are into health on some health binge, you're gonna be like Sam. I gotta. Listen, mm-hmm. You gotta get on this. Yep. Like I'm like on Instagram. I'm like AG one. Let's go. Yeah. I'm not sponsored by them. Mm-hmm. I would love to be. Um, but, <laughs> but, I mean, hey, let's go. But um, <laughs> if they're listening, I'll tag them. It, listen, AG1, yeah. we will totally do a partnership with you if you're willing to do one. We're very healthy guys. We love your products. It's going to be great for everyone. Um, but the point is, we are natural recruiters. Here's an example. You have a single girl. And she has a couple single friends. Then you have this one girl who's still trying to hold into a relationship. It's not perfect. No. She unfortunately has made the mistake of telling these girls the bad parts of their relationship because mm-hmm. that's what majority of the time happens. We don't talk about the good stuff. We talk about the bad stuff. And even if we talk about the good stuff in an even amount, what we hold on to more so is the trauma, the drama, the juiciness mm-hmm. of the bad stuff. So even if you told them both, still going to be overweight of what they think of this guy. Same vice versa. Right. But what happens in that scenario is these girls are going to recruit her by saying, you should just be single. You should have fun. Come out with us, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I remember I remember I was downtown, mm-hmm. downtown Nashville. And I remember this, these uh, beautiful girls, uh, really sweet. And they were singing and karaoke, something, whatever. And uh, there's one girl in... These two girls come and tap her friends. They come and tap me on the shoulder like, hey, like, you should come, like, dance with our friend. And I'm like. Oh, to you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you should come dance with our friend. And I was uh-huh. like. And I looked at her and she was super shy. And she's like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I was like, I said, hey, no pressure. Like, did you want to dance? Did you, like, they're putting you up to this. Like, hey, you like, want to dance? I'm ready. Yeah. Let's I'm go. Like, <laughs> we got to dance like, I'm like, I'm like, pull her out into the crowd like the movie. And I'm like, what did you guys expect to happen here? Like, I'm going to go, are you cool? Yeah. <laughs> like, her face is terrified. Like, why did you guys do this? Long story short, they go, I said, are you with somebody because one of them goes she's with a guy but like we don't want her with him yeah and in that moment i felt a responsibility Mm -hmm. to be a man for this man who wasn't there and so i go are you guys good because i don't want to come into that yeah you're in something 
So I'm not about to dip my toe into yeah. your situation. You need to get out of your situation. Yeah. And it wasn't that long of a conversation, but long story short, we didn't dance. But it was like your face, if she had been single, maybe, maybe circumstances were different. Let's go. But your friends trying to drag you into that, into mm-hmm. wherever they're at, is mm-hmm. my point. Recruiting mm-hmm. you. And it's really a toxic behavior. Correct. There, there is a lot of toxicity, not just in relationships, but also in a lot of friendships. Yes. And that is a prime example. Yes. Them setting her up that way, not really realizing what could be the result for her. Maybe, maybe they had had a few too much to drink. Maybe they were trying right. to make somebody jealous. But, but the, the outcome would not have been great. Yes. And clearly she didn't want it either. Yeah. Yeah. Behold, my uh, but always stands for my, t- my old high school teacher would say, but he said, never say but unless you mean to say it because it means behold the underlying truth. Yeah. Which is very interesting. It's like, I love you, but, but. Oh. it's like, hold up. Okay. So forget that you love me. Just tell me what you really want to say right now. <laughs> I love you, but this is not working <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. 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 Or just like, hey, listen, you know what? I want to talk to you. Um, this is not working out. Which, let's get back to the, the topic at hand, mm-hmm. which is, okay, I think I'm, I'm going to challenge you with something and challenge mm-hmm. the audience as well to go mm-hmm. with me here. And this is going to trigger people. Great. I think triggering's good. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why before I say what I'm about to say. Triggering's good because it points to a place in yourself that you have not come to peace with. Yeah. Yeah. You understand? So if somebody says something, I'm like, oh, that hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, did they really offend you? Or have you not, has no one, or has your, have you yourself not sat alone to touch on that subject, to come to a peace with it? 100% the second one. Because I've been there. You've been there. We've yes, all been we've there. We've all been there. You guys are listening. You've been there too. Yes. If they're honest. Yeah. And so, now I'm going to go here. Though it is not conducive to look at society in the Joneses on how to keep up with your relationship. Mm-hmm. It is still important to recognize and understand that the relationship that someone bought into with you, there is and or should be a healthy expectation mm-hmm. of you still showing up. Mm-hmm. And that could be in many forms. I think it's really unfair to either person. I really mean this. For a guy to get in a relationship and to let himself go, mm-hmm. whether it's hygiene, mm-hmm. whether it's getting a beer, you know, what is it, beer gut? Uh, gut beer, beer gut, beer, beer belly. Gut, beer yeah. belly. Um, whether it's, I'm just going to eat whatever I want to eat. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you why. One, we already have a much greater chance of dying sooner than our partners, mm-hmm. male to female. Mm-hmm. That's just facts. Part of that is because of testosterone kills you faster. The other part is fun fact. Yeah. The other part the other part is how we eat, how we take care of ourselves, mental illness. We're right. killing ourselves at a it's, rapid pace right it's now. It's like buying a nice piece of clothing that you really loved, wearing it every day but not washing it. Is what it would be like if you let yourself go. Correct. How long can you cling on to that piece of clothing because you're like, oh my God, this is this designer brand or whatever. It means a lot to you, but now it kind of stinks and it's dirty. Imagine if the, I would, let's give it a personality. Let's give Mm -hmm. this clothing personality. This woman puts on this sweater 
And every time she tries to put it in the washing machine, it puts his arms out and goes, no, I don't want to be washed. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to do that anymore. Well, now the pos- now the it's possessed. Well, right, right. <laughs> but here's here's my point. <laughs> now the sweaters. Now we need to call possessed. the priest. Yeah. But my point is, if our clothes were to betray us yeah. by not being clean, I found you clean when I bought you. Mm-hmm. I found you intact when I bought you. Mm-hmm. I just want you to be intact. Yeah. I just want you to try to fit in with this closet i just want you to smell good so you don't embarrass me don't cheat on me Mm -hmm. don't embarrass me when i'm going out in the Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. i don't want people talking behind my back like why is she still Mm -hmm. with that guy or 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 why is he let her talk to her talk to him that way i just want you to be clean not just at home but in in person too go ahead that's a great point also because yes you want to stay intact and you want to be able to grow with your partner. Yes. Because you may be growing. Yes. And if you're just staying intact, like they say, you know, if, if you're steady, you're just dead. Yeah. You're not growing at all. Yeah. Right. Um, I forgot my trade of thought, what I was about to say, but I'm going to let you keep finish. So we're talking about the sweater yeah. that said that I don't want to go in and I then I said in. the sweater's possessed. I bought, this, I bought this sweater for $500. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted the sweater. It was the only one left. Mm-hmm. Imagine <clears throat> you live in a big city. You found a great guy mm-hmm. and you're like, man, I'm going to put my all into this relationship. I, and I hope I can't know his mind. I can't know his heart, but I just, because of love, I'm going to put faith mm-hmm. and I'm going to put my faith before fear. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to jump in this relationship. And for six months, a year, two years, this person is adoring me, loving me, mm-hmm. respecting me, telling me their hard truths with Average relationships don't do this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? The hard work, though, that will make you more intimate. Mm-hmm. People don't know that, but it's the truth. Now, sometimes it will make you break up, but that's just uh, if the maturity level is not there to love someone where they're yeah, at. Yeah. But now imagine that all of a sudden he's like, I don't care anymore. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep trying. I'm not going to keep going to the gym. I'm not going to keep going to the gym here. Right. Yeah. Because the gym is not just a physical gym. Though I do encourage everyone to go to a physical gym. It's also, what are you digesting yeah. on a day, on a weekly basis? Are you, do you have a uh, therapist that you're going to mm-hmm. that are challenging you? Cause a lot of people, let me say something. A lot of people have therapists sometimes, not everyone. A lot of people don't have therapists. People should have therapists, but some people who have therapists, their therapists won't actually, are not actually challenging their thinking. It's more so like, well, you know, if that's how you feel, it's like, no, 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 I didn't come to here, come to you and pay you money or do insurance or whatever for you to just say, well, if that's how you feel, I have friends for that. Yeah. I need you with your education to pop the bubble of my thinking and let me and get to the root of where mm-hmm. it's coming from, whether it be from childhood trauma or me being in denial mm-hmm. of my selfishness, whatever it may be. Call me out so that I can be a better version of myself. And, and, I, and I got lucky with my therapist because she's. Her her little memo, to some, or description said to some degree was like, if you don't want to change or grow, mm-hmm. I am not the therapist for you. And I was like, you're hired. Wow, I would like to know how many people enjoy therapy just because their therapist affirms what they say, right? And just because their <clears throat> therapist, you know, is a yes man or a yes woman, versus actually challenge challenging them in trying to 
show them the reality crystal clear from a third party point of view, not just being their buddy right. and just checking a box or like, oh, today I have five therapy well, I'm sessions. I'm just going to affirm you that, yeah, you, you, yeah, you didn't need yeah. me, but I'm just going to affirm. No, therapy, think about that word therapy. If you mm -hmm. ever go to a therapy session, mm -hmm. right, it's just, this just came across my mind when you were talking. When I go, I get therapy, I get stretched because mm -hmm. I'm like, there are certain stretches I don't want to do. So mm -hmm. I go to stretch zone. Mm -hmm. uh, plug Green Hills uh, stretch zone <laughs> and I'll go there and literally they will stretch me in ways that are mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's therapy. Mm -hmm. Therapy yep. is to stretch you, stretch you in your mind, in your physical, in your spiritual realm that says, hey, I know that you came in here talking about what she or he's not doing. Mm -hmm. What does it have to do with you? Mm -hmm. How are you to respond to this. How are you part of this equation? What have you done that causes them to respond in this way? Mm -hmm. And a really good therapist will challenge you to where you grow and that's the therapeutic. Like I can't tell you how many times I've been in a therapy session where I'm never right. Yeah. And yeah. that's the therapy sessions I want because I want to leave and go, okay, how can I be a better version of myself? What, mm. what are you challenging me on? Mm -hmm. What do I need to go and sit with? And, uh, or is that, oh, is that from six years old? Is that from when I was five? Is that not getting enough attention from my mom or my dad or mm -hmm. whatever it may be? That's a good therapy session. Mm -hmm. But if it's just, Sam, you're right. You know, she's just not the right one for you. And, you know, you should just go explore other options. And I'm just going to be on this very bad binge yeah. in cycle. Yeah, and we don't need therapists like that because so therapists and coaches, these are the two categories that are on the rise. Yes. Five, five more years and we're probably going to have 10 times. Yes. 10 times the amount of therapists and coaches. Correct. What I want to know that all these people that are being therapists and coaches, how good of a job are they doing? Yeah. Is it going to turn into like a fiver where you type in something and you have just thousands and thousands of people that are doing that and you are solely to judge them based on their reviews yeah. and what they charge per yeah. hour. Yeah. That is somewhat disturbing. Yeah. Because a therapy session, you're supposed to be really, really in tune with the brain of the individual mm -hmm. and see their, their situation. Now, let me, let me bring this up. I'm a big believer that people mostly don't change. Right. Mm. I would tell everybody that, hey, if you're going to if you're getting into a relationship with somebody and you think that, oh, I'm going to change her or I'm going to change him, this, that, and that, they are not going to change. They will change for you temporarily, maybe, mm. but they are not changing. They're going to go back to their ways and they're going to go back to their ways hard. It's not even it's going to be worse than before. <laughs> but okay. but in therapy, we tend to think that, oh, if you go to a good therapist, you spend six months, a year, two years, you're like, oh my God, I'm a totally transformed person. Mm. Why? And I, I'm a true believer of that as well. Okay. So why do people go to a therapist and will transform, let alone change one or two, you know, of their theories that they had in their head, uh -huh. transform. But when they get into a relationship, they go backwards on what came out of therapy? Is that what you're saying? No, no, not, not on what came out of therapy, okay. just se separate scenarios. Okay, okay. So if they get into a relationship, they're like, I want to change this person, that person's not changing. But if that person goes to a therapist, that person's, you know, if they want to, they're going to change. 
So what's the percentage? How how do you determine that, oh, I'll, I'll be able to change this person? That never works. No. Okay, so I'll say this. Because I was going to completely disagree with you for a second there. Yeah. I wasn't sure where you were going. But I will, I, will, I will surmise this. The last part you said, a person, you cannot change a person. That's complete facts. A person, I learned this with myself, a person will only change for themselves. A person can't completely change. I actually believe this. Mm-hmm. A person will not change for another person. They will try to mimic. They will do behavior manipulation yeah. to make it seem like, be perceived that they have changed. But they can change, but it will only typically be for one person. And that is himself. And that's why self-love is so important. Mm-hmm. But real self-love. Not self-love that is sabotageical, where it's like, oh, whatever I want to do. Well, you're probably going to die early. Because yeah. if I do everything I just want to do, it's not going to turn out well for me. Right? Or I'm going to be alone. Whatever the case yeah. may be. Going out every night and drinking is definitely that, not, self-love. not self-love. I don't love. think so. No. No. Um, me having a bunch of partners and being an F-boy, that's not self-love. That no. that, that, that that will rip my soul that's apart. That's actually, yeah. That it's would definitely more self-harming. Destroy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would rip it apart. It yeah, would rip it apart. 100%. So my point, though, is when I have certain struggles and addictions and I thought I'm going to do this Oh, I'm, with all my grit with all my might I'm going to I'm going to break this for this person mm-hmm. never worked mm-hmm. it was only when I was on the self-discovery to one day look in the mirror at myself and love myself not feel like so a lot of people can't actually look themselves in the mirror because they have like some shame. They have some things that they've done that are not open to the public or their partner. Oh yeah. And so because <clears> those <throat> demons and skeletons are still there, their conscious mm-hmm. will not let them escape. So it knows that it's there. My point is when you have done that self-discovery or back to the black mirror, as I call mm-hmm. it, when you've looked into the black mirror and see the trauma that you've caused, that other people have caused the, uh, the sins of your humanity. Mm-hmm. When that happens and you come to grips with that, and only when you come to grips with that and you go, okay, I'm going to love myself better. What does that mean? I'm going to drink enough water. I'm going to make sure I'm reading more than I'm watching recreational videos. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that I'm actually putting up time as an entrepreneur for myself instead of complaining about this job and how I don't want to go to this job. Blah blah. blah. It's like, okay, well, let me self-love mm-hmm. into something else. I'm mm-hmm. going to go to the gym. Oh, I don't like my body. I'm going to self-love into getting fit. I'm going to self-love myself into mm-hmm. that versus just saying, oh, you know, I'm just going to love where I'm at. But you're typically just being in denial of mm-hmm. still where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really, like, a, I remember my dad would say this, and he would go, man, you know, guys, I, I really don't want to chastise you. I don't want to limit you on anything you do. I don't want to keep you from going to that party. I don't want to tell you no about anything. Mm-hmm. But when you lose my trust, when you say you're going to do this thing and you do the opposite, mm-hmm. it makes me constrain you. It by, because I love you, I have to go, okay, gosh, I got to protect you in this scenario. I got to protect you in this arena because you don't know how to love yourself yet. Mm. Right? Let's go, yeah. So when a person goes, I'm going to change them, what they're really saying is I'm going to self-love them because they don't know how to love themselves. And I say that's very dangerous to partner yourself with someone who doesn't know how to love themselves. Mm-hmm. When I got out of my last relationship, I said I would never get in a relationship again 
I made a terrible. I I I did some stupid. I still <laughs> did. I took, I did what I said I wasn't going to do. But I said I will never love somebody or get in a relationship with somebody who doesn't love themselves. Because how can you truly right? And I ask this to anyone: How can you truly trust someone mm-hmm. to love you when they don't love themselves? And the truth is, people will go, "Well, oh, I I, I love myself more they're, than I love my they're partner." They're looking for validation by loving you, correct? Because they're not in love with themselves, but they're like, "Well, I love you. I love you. How about that?" Or, or you know, you hear people go, "Well, I love I love my husband more than he loved more than he more than I love myself." And I was like, "If you're loving your husband more than you love yourself, you don't actually love yourself." Yeah, yeah. And people go, "What? What did you say?" No, no. If you are loving your husband. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend, mm-hmm. more than you love yourself. I challenge you that you don't actually love yourself. Why? Because to actually love yourself, then you would know how to love your husband. Mm-hmm. Because you would apply the same amount of grace, mercy, patience mm-hmm. to that partner as mm-hmm. you would to yourself. But if you don't know how to do that, your chances of having that same amount of patience and grace that you can't even bestow upon yourself, the same chances that you're going to have with him. And I, t- I was just talking to a friend on the way here. And I was like, the moment they're in a bad situation, somebody was talking to somebody they shouldn't be talking to, you know, one of those situations. Okay. I don't, but I'm not going to ask. So No, no, no. You, you don't know this person. <laughs> yeah, but, they're in a relationship, but they're in a relationship and it was so crazy. I'm like, I'm actually going to a podcast talking right. about relationships. And uh, I didn't say that, but I was thinking it. But they're like, I said, listen, I said, there's stuff that you've done that they don't know about. There's stuff that they've done that you're now finding out about. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a moment. I can't tell you what to do. And I, and I know that you're in pain. Mm-hmm. So this is not going to be something that you want to hear right now. But maybe the same grace and covering and mercy that you have had the, that you had the benefit of because of the absence of their eyes. Mm. Maybe, not, even though your physical eyes and heart, emotions, and soul sees this, and it has been brought to the light, maybe you can still apply the same benefit you had in secret to this person in public. Mm. Because love is not important when it's easy. It's important Correct. when it's hard. Correct. I don't care that you love John yeah. when he's been perfect to you the whole time. Yeah. Love John when you feel betrayed. That's when I know you love him. Love John when John is not loving you. Mm-hmm. That's when you actually know, oh, shoot. Can I love him despite myself? And the answer is no. The right. answer, well, if, well, if some, most people, but there are some people like, I, honestly, even my relationship now, my girlfriend, you know, she go, why are you patient with me in this situation? Like, why? Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I want you to be patient with me. Yeah. Loving you this way is a, is a rep. I'm replicating the love I try to have for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm only loving you to the degree that I'm loving myself. It's the golden rules. Love mm-hmm. your neighbor as you love yourself. The problem is that in a society where we're gratifying ourselves in the extreme amount We've lost the essence of what it means to even love yourself. Correct. And when you right, and when you love yourself with discipline, with nurturing, mm-hmm. with care, with gentleness, mm-hmm. with so, with meekness, with softness, and being humble, then you can only only then can you apply it to the opposite, and that's when you can be in a relationship that is not perfect, mm-hmm. but to the outside world can very look like perfection because mm-hmm. they're like, man, they they have a problem 
but they're solving with with humanity and with understanding. They have an issue, but they're coming to it with grace. Yeah, they're not yelling. They're they're not not calling me. They're like, hey, they're not calling calling names. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not battering that person's name to someone else. They're like, hey, you're human. I'm coming to you with my humanity too, because mm-hmm. I'm not better than you. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't do what you did to me, I'm still not better than you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's where a lot of people have to put their pride down. We have a very prideful world right now where it's like, yeah. they did this to me and that's why I cheated on them. And that's but, what, but there's a fine line on betrayal, right? In sure. some cases, in some cases you're like, okay, this person did that to you. You got to <clears> move on. Y- y- you got to be done or you got to give them maybe some time. I guess but, if it's violence. It's violence, but I I I but would say to each that person they have their own things right, that are there. Okay, correct. Everybody th- has their own boxes. Yes. That they're okay with. Yes. That okay, I don't care if you lied to me, but don't cheat on me. Right. Or I don't care if you cheat on me, but don't go kill somebody. Everybody has a Everybody level. Everybody has a level. Everybody has a level. And that has to be brought to the light in that relationship. They have to talk about that and say, hey, yeah. these are my, what do they call it, non-negotiables. Correct, the non-negotiables. Yeah. yeah. And and for me, it's like losing trust or just being on a fully different fundamental or having a different, completely different view on a fundamental on life yes. is, is a non-negotiable. That so is. I would say that... If At you want to be rich level, and the other person does not want to be rich, I'm telling you right now, right. it's not going to go well. If there's, if there's the level of betrayal, I guess it would it depends on it because a lot of times you see your partner and you're like, I love them, but I know they're going through something. I'm just going to stick with them. Mm. I'm here. Mm. I'm here when you need me. But when you see that, okay, this person is not doing me right. This person knowingly cheated on me or lies to me all the time Mm -hmm. or has lost my trust and does not care about getting it back or Mm. disrespects me constantly Things like that. Yeah. I think it's hard to love somebody back. That's that's just me. No, I I agree with you. I think where the challenge comes is when someone. Okay. So you said something, then you said something right after, which would, would double up on, on a, on a egregious behavior. So Mm -hmm. if somebody cheats, that's one thing, but you said if they cheat and don't want to change or regain trust, that's, that's a completely different thing. Now you've, you've, Pour fuel on a fire. Or they take it lightly. Or they take they it lightly. They think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> they think that's funny. <laughs> First off, I think you have an insane person that yeah. you're working with. You yeah. get more problems. Yeah, than I'm than sure cheating. that's happened to somebody. I'm sure it has, but yeah. at that point, you're you're dealing with what a narcissist, like if a true, think it's, like a de- like true think condition, it's funny, not I like think the, the, the they, fake one. Some major mental issues. Yeah. If they yeah, think yeah, it's you funny, deal, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. You're dealing with a psycho. Like I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, how? Who would laugh? Like, man, <laughs> you you're dealing with a or strange laugh, person. Laugh, laugh slash laugh it off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, you know. okay. Now there are nervous laughs, nervous mm-hmm. ticks where somebody will turn to go from a laugh into boo crying. I've actually seen that. Um, anyway, I don't know where to go with that one, but I I feel like in relationships, I'm coming to this point where I realize to a degree, mm-hmm. to a degree. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared for anything mm, if correct, yeah. you are going to get in a relationship. <clears throat> and I would challenge anyone who wants to be in a dating relationship to truly know, which you can never know, truthfully, until you're presented with it, mm-hmm. but to truly know their 
non-committables, like they're non-negotiables. Because I am also still to the belief, though, that non-negotiables can change per person. Oh, yes. Right? Of course. Meaning, of course. meaning you could have these non-negotiables. Dating the right person, that negotiable may change depending on how much you want to keep that person in your life. All of a sudden, and I've seen this, mm-hmm. I've seen this, Circumsta- maybe circumstantial, we had kids, mm-hmm. or maybe circumstantial, no, I'm not dating anyone else. I'm not divorcing. Yeah. There are certain people who your non-negotiables will trump another, mm-hmm. where they're like, if he cheats on me, I'm gone. But then all of a sudden, but I, I said I'm a no, I'm a no mm-hmm. divorce person. So I'm not going down that road. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you, we're taking your butt therapy. We're going we're gonna to do whatever it takes. Yeah. And if, we, if whatever it takes doesn't take, yeah. then I'm gone. But I think in a relationship, I think you have to be prepared for almost anything. Do, so do you, okay, this is interesting. Do you believe in the one and only concept, like one soulmate concept? No. Okay. I don't because I believe that people have lost their one and only. One and onlys die all the time before yeah. their time. It's unfortunate. It sucks. But if I believed in that, I mm-hmm. would also have to believe that these people could never find love again. And do, will they find the same love? Will they have that person have the same personality? No. Most times, most time, no. But can you still be loved? Can you still have fun times and laughs with someone else? Sure. Uh, do I believe there's one soulmate? No, I don't. I think each relationship we get in is neutral. And so when I say neutral, I mean, it's, I, no, no, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't believe in the one and only concept. No, yeah. the soulmate. No, but I do believe you can become soulmates. Yes. hundred percent by doing, and that is by doing the work. And that was, yes. so each relationship that you get in, in your life is different. And the sooner we stop comparing them, the sooner you will realize the beauty of each one, because each one is a separate stage. Yes. Imagine being on a different planet with each person and there's just no comparison. Mm-hmm. You can't, you have right. nothing to compare. We can't compare this planet because, to any other planet. We because, don't know about it. Correct. Yeah. Because this person has their own personality and that person has their own personality. So if you were married to somebody for 40 years and they passed away, it's super sad. But 100%. Earth shattering, actually, 40 years. shattering, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go along. I didn't want to do 20 or 30. I wanted yeah. 40. Yeah, yeah. So they passed. It's it's earth shattering, and like you said, um, but then the point being that comparing, you, you're talking about we're, comparing. We're talking about comparisons. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. You will not have the same relationship that you had with this person that no, passed that passed after forty years because you cannot have that same relationship with anybody ever. Correct. Either in the future. No, because in, in that past, relationship, you became someone else with correct. them anyway. You evolved in that 40 years. And your new relationship is simply just going to be on its own. Correct. It's, it's on a different planet. It's on yes. a different stage. Yes. It's with a different person. Yes. It starts from the beginning again. It starts again. from where you're at. Yeah. Yes. It starts from where you're at. Yes. There's no yes. comparison. It's not like, well, it's not like, you know, when John was around, you know, I, I, I'm going to be, this relationship is just like here to kill time. Yes. Until yes. I die. No. You know a good way to kill comparison? Yeah. What? watering where you're at mm. when you tend to the garden you're in mm. if you notice when you're in a garden mm. you know what you can't do what look around when you tend to your garden you don't actually have time yeah to compare mm-hmm. 
it's a really small little thing. Nature teaches us a lot. There's seasons to everything. We had this conversation mm-hmm. in our last, um, um, what was it, accountability meeting yeah. together. But yeah. it's like in nature, whether it's in a garden, whether it's attending a field, when you water where you're at, all you have time to do at that moment is tend to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you don't have time to look at the baddies mm-hmm. because you and your girl are in the gym mm-hmm. working, her, working on her version of that baddie. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to compare that other guy's money with your guy's money because mm-hmm. why? You guys are working on your own grind. Yeah. We're not competing with you. Mm-hmm. We're competing with the version of ourselves from last yeah. year. Yeah. I'm competing against myself from last week. I think majority of people would benefit a lot. And I have, and I have to learn this. And I have to remind myself. Just last week, I had to remind myself. I was like, okay, are you watering or are you mm. looking? Mm. Are you watering or are you looking? Mm. Dang, she look good. Are you watering or are you looking? Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I had that life. Are you watering or are you looking? Mm-hmm. I can look at, and we can do it even from a person-to-person standpoint. Mm-hmm. Man, that business is taking off. Man, I wish I had that car. Man, I wish I had the house. Are you looking over the hill or are you trenching yours? Are you, are you getting yours ready? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times what, like, what would help a lot of people, and that's what I talked about, about getting with someone who, is gonna, who has committed, I'm going to keep growing. If I get with this person and they said, no, I'm good. I'm perfect the way I am. I'm terrified of that person. Yeah, yeah. That is a scary person. Yeah. Because you, what you have just said is I am not, I, I have no intentions of growing past the person you, you see right now. And the average human being is not great <laughs> when it comes down to it. So it's like. If you're if you're at 25 and you have peaked and that's where you're at and you're 30 and you've peaked, and this is probably why I like older women sometimes. Um, not literally, but just I love their presence. Like, uh, get put me around some 50 year olds, some 6 year old women who are who are a little bit more comfortable in their skin, who have went through some stuff, mm-hmm. who who understand where I'm coming from and understands wisdom. Then we can talk on a more logical level. Man, I'm in heaven because they went through enough to where they they they. Experience you out the BS. They're like, no, that's not real. That's that in real life, when you go through real trauma, real hardship, mm-hmm. you start learning that, yeah, you're going to age. You're going to change. The people who last are the people who say, hey, I'm committed to you mm-hmm. because we're committed to the same thing. What is that evolving together? Mm-hmm. I say I say that people are like a sword or like a piece of metal. A sword works really well and cuts through the cuts through whatever it's pierced through because it's too connected like this. Mm. Two individuals in a relationship. This is just my opinion, but the way I see it is when people say when people say they they grew apart. What I truly believe, what I hear when they say that is we stop communicating on what we agreed to do together. Yeah, we stop committing to the same ethos, the same foundation that brought us together. And we decided to go, oh, you want to do that? Okay, fine. Start spending out. Oh, you want to do that? Cool. I'll start bending out too. And before you know it, they're like this. And the world is what cuts through that. Whatever, Feel it with whatever you want. But usually, two, like a strong couple, power couple, and a mm-hmm. power couple can cut through society. They're just like, man, nothing can touch them. But let them start focusing separately, like truly individualism. Mm-hmm. In a relationship, I don't think it'll work, but go ahead. Mm. 
No, but I was going to say that because in our society, if we really like someone, we don't have the initial conversations that we should in the beginning that, hey, where is this going? So we don't have that, have those commitments that you just mentioned. We're not talking about those commitments in the beginning. No. So when the time comes to perform the assumed commitments, oh. right, we're okay. assuming, we're assuming these commitments because we never made them. Yes. We're like, oh my God, I really like her. I'm not going to bring up this conversation about where Man, this is going I, yeah, so, yeah. That, so that we can just still going out together and six months later when we're like, wow, this relationship We're not going not, in the same direction. Yeah, we're not going in the same direction. <laughs> well, you never talked about it. Yeah. What if direction are you, you going? Never, you never brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't bring it up, then you're just assuming. And at that point, is it even their fault? It's really not their no, fault. No. Because if you, if I'm sitting on the couch and you bring me pizza and beer, I'll be like, okay, thanks. And then if you start feeding me, okay, this is weird. But if you start feeding me, I'll be like, okay, this works too. Now I don't have to use my hands anymore. Mm. So the more you do for somebody, the less they do. Now I have an expectation that you're going to feed me. Right, exactly. So the expectation for them is like, well, I put in this much and the other person puts in way more. So it's, it's that initial communication. Mm. You know, I think that that's a very good point. Extremely good point because it's like, are you getting into a verbal contract without knowing what's in the contract? Correct. Ne- from Not even drafting back- a contract, just having never, one in your head. Yeah. Never. Our background within real estate, we would never blindly signed a contract. Nope. Not happening. <laughs> nope. <laughs> right? <clears throat> but you blindly jump into a relationship not knowing what this other person expects from you or what you expect from them. It's just, oh, well, they know. Do they, though? Mm. Can you really say that you told... Well, I, you knew that would offend me. I don't, I don't know. I, how would I know? Well, you know that doesn't turn me on. You've never talked about what turns you on. People expect you to be the mind reader. I'm not going to tell you anything. You're just going to assume, and then I'm going to be mad for half the day because I never told you. Because you should have known. No, we're not mind readers. Yes. My dogs, well, my dogs can read my mind. Can they? Mostly, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're pretty good at that. Okay. So you're a dog whisperer? I am. Okay. Uh, I am. (laughs) But, But, so we can't read each other's minds. No. And and the communication, whenever you have that... We have a hard enough time talking to each other in a a conversation, let alone reading someone's mind. People are missing each other with with words. With words. And even when you think about, okay, I'm going to say this. This is how I'm going to say it. Hopefully, they'll understand. And even then, your friend, your boss, your coworker will misunderstand what you said or will twist it how they want to. So think about something that hasn't been said or maybe you said it in your partner's ear in a loud bar after six drinks because you felt romantic and you thought it was hot yeah you know yeah yeah um but no that's that's these are such great topics let's talk about some toxic stuff let's let's talk about stuff that we we do in like in terms of uh the myth of the perfect relationship. Okay. You know, let's talk about the people that are always together, that do everything together all the time. Like they can't go out by themselves. Do you think they don't exist or what are you saying? The, no, they, <laughs> no, they, they, they exist. Of course they're they there. Exist, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I know several people like that, that they're always together, always doing something. The guy can't go out by with his friends. The girl can't go out with her, with her friends. Mostly it's the women that suffer. Mostly it's the girl that suffers because 
the guy is just not okay, not okay mm. with her going out by herself. Mm-hmm. And and men do too in certain situations. Yeah, 100%. They, I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah, men yeah. do too, but yeah. women for the most part. But let's What's talk the question cuz there's a lot of questions let's, in yeah, there. Yeah, no, okay. it's just a topic. Okay. Let's talk first about the couples that are always together okay. and and how they don't realize or do they realize and they're okay with it? I think that there's certain couples just like people because it's so cute right you're just like doing well, everything together <laughs> i think i think i love her so much i think that there's certain people that that actually works for you think so i do i completely do and i'll tell you why i met this i've met many people but i've met i remember this one lady who her and her husband she was just retiring i was working at the state or something like that and she was like, you know, we knew dating that we like to be in our own different places, our own different worlds. That's, th- she said, that's been my personality type since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Follow me here. She's not just saying as an adult, this is her truth, her, her life, but this is who she's been as a child as well. Me, on the other hand, I come from a very big family, 10 Eight boys, all boys, no girls, seriously, all boys, no girls, always been around people. In my family, we did everything together. So you were always building together. You were always collaborating together. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents worked on my dad's business together, like mm-hmm. here and there. Like that's what it was to a degree. That's what I saw. So I think what happens is the... Everyone has, everyone has had a model that they've seen. When you get in a relationship, you have two different processes that are coming at you. You got your process, which is the model you've seen your parents have, or a single family household, whatever it is. That's the model you've seen. Then you have another one, and they're bringing theirs as well. Then you, out of that, you have to decide how you build it. I say it to say, for some people, they're... They may be one, they may be more protective because of their model. There may be some trauma tied to that. There may be some um, comfort in being with their partner. There may, there's so many things because I've, I've seen some people who are like, oh yeah, I love being around them. And then there's people like, oh, I, it doesn't really matter. It's just what happens. Like it just, their life just designed that way. Whether it's they have a business or they're, they have, you know, the wife's always with the kids or whatever, or um, a boyfriend, girlfriend situation. It's like, oh, I just go over there and I sleep at his place, but we go and do our separate things at work. But like, if I go out, you know, unless it's, unless it's designated girls only, you know, maybe he, you know, he won't come to that. But like, mm-hmm. for the most part, they're probably together a lot. So I, I think I've seen both, but then I also see those relationships where, they're never together, and I'm not sure if they're still in a relationship or not. <laughs> um, and, I, and I honestly find those more alarming, to be completely honest yeah, with oh you. Yeah, I yeah. find those way more alarming yeah. than the couples. Because like, people always point out the couples who are all together, always together. But it's like, the ones that are never together, I'm like, y'all good? Can I go through your phone? Like, I, I want to go through their phone. You, do you want to go through their phone? You know what I'm saying? I'm being funny, but I'm like, I want to see who you're writing. I want to see what's, what's up. Interesting. I want to go, I want to know what's up because I know so many people like that where it doesn't turn out well. So you do know people that... Who have these separate lives. 
Really? And that's why they're not together. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it, it because is when they are together, me. they're uh-huh. like, don't touch me. I don't want to be around you. Like, I don't know if you've seen those couples where, really? it, where it's not. just like, you've seen them, you're just not paying attention. But where, think about where they're like together, but they're not, they're in the, the same space, but they're not uh-huh. in the same place. Like they're not in tune? Exactly. At all. Mm. You, you would think that they're two different planets. They're like, there's no way they're, they're in the and same And then household. they leave together and you're like, oh, wait. Yeah, but they left together. Yeah. But you're like, what is, are they fighting? Like, and it's always like that. But it's always There's like couples that. that are always like that. And you're just like, what the F is up with What's going on with them? So maybe some couples are really comfortable with that. And then some are really comfortable with doing everything all at the same time. And then I am talking about the people that didn't sign up for it. Okay, so talk about that. Okay, okay, open up a little bit more. That didn't sign up for it at the beginning, but now their partner always wants to do everything together, and there's no breathing room. There's no space. Got it. There's, even if you do do everything together, and your girlfriend or boyfriend, your partner, wants to go do something by themselves or with their friends, it's all of a sudden a big problem. Mm. So my question in that scenario, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Which is just how I am. I have a lot of questions. I usually I don't like to answer questions with questions, but it's not a question, but it's a statement that you're or uh, a, a scenario you're mm-hmm. drawing. My question is always in that scenario is, what is this person's story? The one who doesn't want their partner going off, and then also, what is the story of the person who wants to go off? And then two, who who are these people? That they're going off with. For instance, let's say they're friends or family members. Right, right. But let's just say friends. Friends could be very. Remember, recruiters. So, who are these friends? I think when any relationship, if you don't know who the friends are, mm-hmm. and what I mean is, what do they stand for? I think you're in a slippery situation, and you don't even know it. Even if yeah. you know what they are and you're in denial, you're mm. in a slippery situation and you don't even know it. Mm. If your friends, there's this thing that I, I can't remember where I've heard this from, but it was amazing, which is in every relationship, each partner needs to have people who are the pillars. The pillars, when you go to them, I go to them and complain about my girlfriend. Their job is not to affirm me. Mm. Their job is to challenge me and go, what did you do? You're talking, you're bringing this about us, about her. Who are you in this? Mm-hmm. Are you actually the problem here? Mm. They, they're supposed to fight for her. That's how, you, that's how you know you picked the right people. If your friends are the people you've picked as your pillars, because mm-hmm. each one, all of us have them. Mm-hmm. If the pillars are always trying to tear you apart. Correct. That shouldn't have been the pillar. The Constructing pillar should, or or yeah. should always, even if you don't want them to, they should always try to fight for the opposite partner first. Mm-hmm. That's how you know that you've, you're in a good balance system. Mm-hmm. But if they're just yes people, you're going to be divorced three times over. Just wait for it. Yeah, but we're just talking about people that like you just go out and grab a right, drink. Right, right, right. Yeah. I went too far. I went to yeah. I went to a different sidebar. Yeah. But my point you is, you went to if people were to go and complain, they can go and complain to anybody. But if they're just going to 
if they're just going to grab drinks with their buddies. I got off on a side note. Mm. Um, the, so back to what you're actually saying. So if I think it then matters, what does your partner stand for? And what kind of relationship do you want? If you're okay with being in a relationship where your partner goes to the club every once in a while by themselves, that's your prerogative. If you're uncomfortable with that, that's also your prerogative. If you didn't choose either, then I would say that's your prerogative still because you have responsibility to let that person know what your boundaries are. Mm -hmm. And I think it's fine to say, you know what? I don't want to be in a relationship where my girl's going to the club every weekend or every two weekends with a bunch of girls. Why? Well, even when I'm at the club <laughs> with my girl, personally, I'll, I'll, I'll use myself. I'll throw myself out here. Yeah. Uh, and people can take it wh wherever they want to take it. Ah, get ready. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, so we, we, don't, we don't go, we don't go out like that by ourselves. She, and I'll tell you why. A couple of different reasons. Um, one, we have history that we know about each other. We're very confident and very, very honest about our um, our backgrounds, where mm -hmm. we come from, the mistakes we've made in past relationships. So we've made certain rules that work for us. That's what we've done. And somebody else can take that and go, oh, well, I don't like that. That's fine. Get in another relationship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but for yeah. this relationship, that's yeah. what works. And I think what happens is people sometimes, it's the, it's the opposite what we're talking about is almost the opposite of uh, keeping up with the Joneses mm -hmm. comparison. It's the opposite. It's like, why don't you be like us? Which yeah. is like, to a degree, it's like, no, let them be whatever works for them. Mm -hmm. If that works for them and what works for you, as long as it's not hurting them, unless one of them is like, I don't like this. That's a completely different thing. Mm. So if you're talking, what I think you're talking about is one person not both of them equally wanting this. You're talk it sounds like to me you're talking about where one is like, I feel Correct. like I'm lost. I Correct. feel like I don't get to be myself. In that scenario, I think they should have an honest conversation, but they should have some therapy sessions individually and then get a separate counselor mm -hmm. between the two of them. Because I don't like when people have... It's not good practice. If you have a therapist and then your therapist knows you really well and then you bring your girl to that therapist, mm -hmm. that therapist innately or, or, or at least foundationally is going to be on your side. Yeah, yeah, of course. Naturally. He's my guy. I pay the guy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and same vice versa. Yeah. Oh, wait, babe, let's go see my therapist. We're not seeing your therapist. We're going to a neutral ground where they don't know either one of us. We're mm -hmm. going to a therapist together. They will see us both for the first time together. Mm. My point is when that happens, then you can get to like, well, what's the issue here? Well, you're very I, flirtatious. You're very this. Like, you know, like, but, but, it, you but is that person actually though? So well, I don't know. They, we the, don't know. The underlying issues that th there's, the issues are underlying. They don't yes. bring, they don't bring them up. They don't talk about them. It's just like, you can't do this because it's, the constant fear. Do you have an imaginary of, person or do you have a real person fear, that we're talking about? Is, this is an imaginary person. This is imaginary? Well, I oh. know lots of couples that are like that. I have dated women that have been like, oh, why are we not doing this all together? Why are you going out by yourself? Or why are you going out with your friends? I'm like, wait, what? Mm. So it's the underlying issues that people don't talk about. It's like, why don't you actually want me to go? Do you think right. that someone's going to come hit on me and I'm going to go home with them? Right. Did that happen with you Previously? in your past? Did you do and it? Correct. Did you do something like yeah. that? Of course. Or did your friend do it? Yeah. And you know, people do that. Yeah. So 
it's simply those conversations yeah. and it's at the same but time it's, it's a fear of abandonment correct it's That's a fear of abandonment true. it's fomo it, it's innocent if it's fomo it's like oh my god she's going out with her friends i'm going right. to miss out i should go too right but the dangerous one is the jealousy mm. and the fear of abandonment that oh this person is just going to leave me because mm. then so if my girlfriend goes out i do if, have a challenge but if go josephine ahead. goes out yeah i'm like fantastic right have a fun time i'm gonna be chilling with the dogs we're balling right. they're like laying on top of me we're right. like it's a cuddle puddle yeah. you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> yeah so no but you go ahead okay so i think again again and i love that that that's your situation and i think that's fine i love it um i would love to be invited not with you <laughs> not with you in the mix just your dogs but the point is <laughs> that's gonna be taken so wrong but the point is I think at the same time, I think it could also be argued. Mm -hmm. In our society, it's going to be, it's, it's hard to, for people to see this logically without getting emotional about it. But I'm going to try to talk about it from a logical perspective. perspective. It also could be argued, do I want, and not everybody has to want mm -hmm. this, does everyone have to be in a relationship where they have to be okay with putting their relationship in a potential compromising place or space? And because anywhere you have drugs, liquor, or people coming intentionally mm -hmm. to a venue to pick someone up, they're in a, despite how they feel, it is a threatening place that they're in. Rather it is to them or not, it is a place where people go to a grocery store for what? Groceries. Groceries. Now, what's, could a guy walk up to you and hit on you? Sure. But I have been hit on at a grocery yeah, store. Same, same, same. <laughs> but, the point, but the point is where have I been almost taken home? For me, it was not the grocery store. Nope. But it was totally, definitely the club. Even, even all types of clubs. Where I remember when me and my girlfriend, when we first hit it off, mm -hmm. there were two girls that walked up to me and said, hey, can we talk to him? And, I, I, and she thought, because she didn't know me that well, she thought that they knew me. They didn't know me. And they're like, come on with us. Yeah, that happens that, yeah. In today's society, that happens pretty quickly. Yes. And so, if we are aware of that, and mm -hmm. then you throw on top of that alcohol, which does what? Lower mm -hmm. inhibitions. Mm -hmm. Lowers the, you get me drunk enough? Even, oh as, even as even as as committed as I am, as solid as I'm, like I am not cheating, mm -hmm. I am not doing this. You put enough liquor in me. You give me enough opportunity. You put me in far enough distance. Correct. Scientifically, from, from yes. my reality. Correct. The yeah. chances of me succumbing to my environment mm -hmm. are much greater, and that's an actual. Correct. That's a fact. That's an actual that's fact. fact. Yeah, anyone fact. wants to argue that it's just not being logical. Yeah. So I think. Though, though, I, do I, though that is a fact, do I think that people can still go out and have fun and go party and do all this stuff? Yes. Do I think that if you're doing that as a habitual behavior? Oh, that's pretty bad. I mean, habitual. Yeah, right. But here's my thing. I know people who it is. There. I go out every Wednesday and that's what I do. And you're not going to tell me no. Good luck. Goodbye. 
Yeah. I go out twice a week, and everyone, all these guys know. I want to know who's going out every Wednesday. Like, well, what, okay, it's crickets? not every, it's not Wednesday, but like it's like you hear crickets, like you go to bars. Thursday, Tuesday, because there's certain things. There's a lot That's of things. Oh, we yeah, live in yeah. Nashville. Bars, there's a lot yeah, of different events here, and it's like we're out. You know, all the guys here. <laughs> Has that happened to you before? I'm not with I. This is a friend. Oh. But every guy knows you? No. Because they all girls go out go, together. Uh, girls will go, well, oh, you're just not confident. Well, let me tell you something. All right, let's flip it. Now let's bring in, um, let's say you're at, I'm trying to think of where there's only girls at. Because a, a, a club, mainly guys are the ones who will come at you and go, yo, what up? Six yeah. feet, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, he ain't here. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever they're going to say. He ain't here. You know, you want to drink, blah, blah. You yeah, flashing, yeah. you know, yeah. everybody's looking good, smelling good. It is what it is. Comparison is at mm. the all-time high now. Forget mm. social media. This person's right here, right mm. now, giving you, telling you you look good. Mm. Oh, I haven't been told I look good. Yeah, you told you look, mm. look good two days ago. You just yeah. forgot because the same person you've been talking to for a while, so it doesn't feel as good mm -hmm. as a new person. My point is, I think that there's certain environments that can that we should not entertain on the regular. Because those environments are meant for a reason. The club and the dance floor in liquor, mm -hmm. those are places I really think about when either one, where I'm like, babe, let's go and like reconnect. Or mm -hmm. w when I think about what are the places I'm going to go if I'm ever single again mm -hmm. and just want to have fun. Where would you go? The no, the club is one of those places. Okay. Where I'm like, oh, I at least have some fun. I'll at least get some eyes. I'll at least have some, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's like... <laughs> Where would I go? I'll probably leave the country. But <laughs> <laughs> but the point the point is it's like not for long, but I would take a trip. But but my point is like I think and you can you can speak on this, but I think there's a level to it. And I think if you're always doing that to each his own. But I don't think it's wrong if you say that's not for you. Because that may say more about that person than you actually giving it credit for. Like if I always, and I'll tell you this mm -hmm. in a past relationship, I'll use myself again, past relationship. I would go out. And at one point in time, I found myself not wanting my partner to come with me. Mm. I'm like, no, I just want to go myself. I just want to mm -hmm. hang out with my friends. But on the inside, and I still feel it. Like, cause I, even when I think about it, I'm like, Oh, I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. I want to appear single. Hmm. Mm, yeah. People don't want to talk yeah, about this, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. want to appear a single. I want to be an individual. I want to, I want to feel my wings, my mm -hmm. feathers. I want to spread my, you know, it's like a peacock. Like mm -hmm. I want to spread my wings. I want people to see my beauty. I want that worship a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I want that self indulgence. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have to be very careful with who you're giving that attention to. It's like if you're dressing up, and the only time you dress up is to go out for other people. Yeah. And I have to see you like a rag doll. <laughs> I'm sorry but I'm calling you out first off yes. and then we have a problem because I'm not I, I'm not going to just try to be fit and only take my shirt off when I leave the house no I want to walk around right. the house with you seeing my body right. I want to smell good when I'm in the house I'm not just going to have my lips puckered up my hair done only when I know I'm about to be around a bunch of females. No, I'm about to show you the best version of myself when no cameras and no one else is around. And if I only show my best self when the camera's turned on, mm -hmm. then who am I in a relationship with? Oh, yeah. So that's bad. That's my two cents. Bad so two cents. That was <laughs> that was fantastic. Actually, yeah. that was a great point.
Yeah. So I think to each his own. Mm. That's basically what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. But they all have to do a soul. Everybody has to do a heart check, a soul check to go, why am I wanting my, why am I wanting my partner? Is it really healthy or am I scared? And if you're scared, then ask yourself, who, am I, who are you with that you're scared? And what healing have you not done that you're scared? I think it's twofold. That, that's the whole point. Who, what if, what's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, what do I need to heal? Mm-hmm. But after that, are you with somebody that you know you shouldn't be with? Because, so if, you, if you're missing some healing, yeah. you're also with someone that, like you said, maybe you shouldn't be with or they, they see that I can tell him or I can tell her whatever and they're going to be okay with it. Yeah. So I'm just going to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can tell him or her whatever, so they're not going to go out with their friends. You know, because See that last part again? So I can tell them whatever because their healing's not fully done. Uh-huh. So I can kind of control them if they go out with their friends or not. So I can tell them, I can manipulate them even subconsciously, mm-hmm. or I can tell myself that it's okay to manipulate them because I'm protecting them and it happens both ways too correct both ways yeah. that I'm, I'm protecting them i'm just going to tell them because you could also go because well, they're you're weak just being, yeah yeah you could also go yeah. oh you just not confident i remember i used to say this to my girlfriend oh it's so terrible my god i regret it you're going to hell yeah <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> i'm just kidding you're not you're not he's not but he's i remember not. i remember my ex and i would tell her i'm like you just need to oh god hate it i really i'm Say still i'm it. still here no no i still heal i'm still healing myself yeah in this respect and i used to say like um you just need you need more self-esteem Ooh. because i was growing my fan base like i moved here as a pop artist i was growing my fan base i was people talking to me from brazil this one girl tried to fly me down to miami talking to people you know i was just all this love and accurate you know mm-hmm. accolades and all this stuff and they're like, she's just like okay this is a lot and I'm just like, I was so bought in to my career mm, yeah, 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 yeah. that I was dating my career mm-hmm. when I should have been dating my girlfriend. What would you have rather said to her instead of that? Or rather well, I didn't have done, tell you. I didn't tell you. Said, yeah. Well, I said, I said the self-esteem thing. Mm-hmm. What I wish I had done was two things. At that time, one thing I was not doing was watering where I was at, which is why I said right. that. Yeah. Because what I was looking for and what I was looking at was bad. Mm-hmm. I was looking for some bad. There's some. You, there's always someone who looks better than than myself. Always. There's always somebody got more money. There's always got somebody who's got who has you know a better conversation. Whatever. There's always a nicer car. Yeah. Whatever nicer car, car you drive, there's always a nicer car. Always a nicer car, nicer house. Um, the one thing I made the mistake was was I was not one meeting them where they're at, mm-hmm. but also taking them on the journey with me. Even though Mm. we were on the journey, we were not completely on the journey because when it came to looks, beautiful girl, but the point was when you're littered Mm. with pornographic imagery, it don't matter how beautiful she is. And I say, and listen, when I say pornographic imagery, I don't even just mean adult sites. I mean, literally, you can get, there's plenty enough on Instagram. Oh yeah. That is not against their rules. That is pornographic. I'm going to, sorry, yeah, hold ahead. that thought, please. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm going to give a challenge to all you guys. Go to your Discover page on Instagram. <laughs> I, can, see, I can do mine. And see what that tells you. Listen, I'm going to do it right now. Let's see Samuel's Discover page. This is my Discover page. This is a th- I, I literally re- just refreshed it just because it's so boring. This is my Discover page. What is it? 
Oh, nice. Oh, it's you got the Lexus GX. Lexus GX. Show show them. Let's see. This if is I can my discover my page. I'm into fitness. I'm into a lot of um, what is this? Uh, um, architecture. I'm I'm scrolling up right now. You're into the new Lexus. Cars, GX. detailing. I love the G wagon. So it's always got like a G wagon on there. Um, I mean, I can keep going. Fitness again. Let's see. It used to be littered. Let me tell you what it used to be littered with. Um, architecture again. Real estate. Love it. It used to be littered. Uh-huh. You want, you want me to show, show you mine? Show yours. I've got this one guy as a UFC fighter. I've got some cricket, some cars. Let me see. There are a couple of ladies on there. I don't know who they are. That's Kim K. Is that Kim now, Kardashian? Not that top one, though. That top one's... That's how when you gotta. I think the bottom one is. That's some, how when you gotta say. Uh, some not, real estate advice. Not interested. <laughs> yeah, the top one. I don't know what's going on you with gotta, that. You gotta hold that one down and say but not interested. Cars, <laughs> cars, cricket, real yeah, estate. You've done some work. Fitness, and these old guys with Rolexes. Yeah. yeah. Or these. Uh, we care about money. Oh, and this. I've been really fascinated with um, old history too. Oh, I love that. Okay. So there's something, but. To the, the point being, yes. yeah. The point being, none of that happened until after that relationship because I wanted mm. to be a better version of myself. Mm. And, I, and the regret, one of the regrets that I had was that I wasn't that version to that person, but that's called shame. Mm. So I had to remove that because shame stands for should have mastered everything already. Yeah. And there's no way I could have. I was too. I was. Young. But society ingrains shame in us from the age of like three. Well, there by the time you graduate high school, you have a whole book of shame that you carry around. This is true. Yeah. Shame. It does not mean that we should remove shame completely. Shame, just like discipline, is another word that people run away from. And boundaries is another word that we try to refute and and or refuse in today's society these words are meant to be in our vocabulary. Mm. They're not meant to be used as weapons. Right? Shame could be completely used as a tool to keep you from embarrassing your future wife. Shame has that ability, meaning yes, it totally does. It has the ability to go, hold up, that's shameful. I'm not going to treat that woman that way. That's shameful. I'm a man. I'm, I'm, I'm a mature man. That's, I'm not going to do that. Now, shaming to the degree that some people have shamed people, mm. that's a completely different thing because now you're condemning them. You're not meeting them with humanity. You're not saying, hey, yeah, you were wrong, but like, let's, let's move on. But we could also switch the word shame or shameful with just something else that where we can just shame leave shame for what it is and leave it on the side and just say it's for well, personal, I'm not gonna yeah I'm not gonna do this to my future wife because it's just terrible it's a true. horrible thing to do true but it brings shame on your household yes I just want to eradicate shame altogether right I don't think you can I, I can't I, I know <laughs> I know that for a fact so I know I, that so for, a fact. for me instead of instead of sometimes getting rid of things I try to embrace well what is the truth of it I understand the the painful side but mm -hmm. what is its intention if a sword intended its intention is to protect can it be used to maim and uh, uh, dictate sure mm -hmm. but is it also needed to say this is my house I will protect my family I'll protect mm -hmm. my kingdom I'll protect my nation true yes and so do I melt all the swords no, I make more of them 
teach us how to use them and when to use them and that they should never be wielded unless righteously so to protect. And I think that if we use discipline in these things the same way, like discipline's my friend. Discipline's how I own a house. Discipline's how I have the car I have. Mm -hmm. It's how I'm growing the business I have. It's like discipline and all of these things and the shame of my past or the shame of who I didn't know I could have been. It's, it's a way to go, huh? I don't feel shame about that anymore. But what shame allowed me to see was how my ego It's like shame. is like a shame is like a cousin is a cousin of uh, um, to me of pride. And it's another cousin of yeah. the ego. It's like they're all meant to show you different layers of yourself. Yes. They're all necessary. They just shouldn't be weaponized. That's, yeah. that's what I I don't want it to be weaponized yeah 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 agreed agreed yeah. yes agreed yeah. wow see how we yeah only the country it's can a work whole, that way it's a whole circle yeah it's a full circle it's a full circle these things are th what's happening in society right now is we're trying to rip down these banners that are there because that, are, that were there in good intent initially what mm -hmm. happens is we took them and we pillaged with them and we just went for it we went for it we instead went of full send yeah instead of going like this table going hold on guys we're at a round table King Arthur and the sword anyway we're, <laughs> we're at a round table and we all arguments all of us we all have a duty to, for the kingdom so these things discipline may have wisdom may have something to say that we're all like god wisdom that was harsh mm. And wisdom's like, I know it was, because you're out of line. Mm. It's like, oh, man. Discipline may come in and go, no, Samant, you're wrong. I, I don't want to be wrong, but you are. Dang it. Okay. What do I do with that? Do I feel shame? No, you don't feel shame, because you haven't mastered everything already. But what you do is, I'm just bringing this to your attention so that you can have revelation. I am revealing this. I'm, I'm here, like the, all these pillars are here to reveal so that we can have revelation so that we can then put down and become men, become women, mm. become a better version of ourselves. Mm. And I think the perfect relationship is that. There are people who constantly go, man, I, I should have said, said that. Quickly forgiving. Mm. I think if you're in a relationship where you can't forgive or the other person can't forgive, I don't believe you love them. Forgiveness is key. No, correct. Yeah. Forgiveness is key. I think, I think, truthfully, I think forgiveness trumps trust. Yes, but how many times can you forgive somebody for the same thing? To your degree. It's your choice. I, who am I to judge you? To say how many times you can be forgiven. I mean, I believe in God. So it's like, people are going to go, oh, no, whatever. But, if, but my point is this. If I can be forgiven for all the many, 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 many things... I have nowhere to count, no way to count all the things I've done. Mm -hmm. If I can do that and forgive myself, again, self-love, give myself that grace, that love, that mercy, forgiveness. I really don't know. It's to the degree that to where you just go, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that you, and to where it tears your soul. Mm -hmm. Like if it's tearing your soul, I think at that point, you're, not, you're no longer loving yourself. Mm -hmm. But not, but it should never. But you should try not to love yourself selfishly. Yeah, there's yeah, many absolutely. times where I try to love myself, and there's things I want to do, and I'm like, hold up, Sam, that's selfish though. Yeah. Yeah, you could use the banner of self of love, but th that flag does not represent what you're saying it represents. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. What do you think about? I know our time's almost up, but that's no, okay. 
yeah, I have a heart cut off. But anyway, what do you think about, end on something like this, what do you think about relationships that settle in their, like the opposite of this, like the, the opposite of the Joneses? They're just like, oh, they're just, oh, they're working out. Oh, uh, I'm just do what I want. But they still have their issues because they settle. Like they don't continue to grow. What do you think about that? Because I feel like the I feel like the average couple. I mean, look at this. Is not supposed to be part of your show. I'm gonna bring it up. But look at obesity in America. That is a great example of us not holding each other accountable as human human beings, and of there not being that conversation of here's what I expect. I I will tell you this. I'm just gonna put this out there. Hope I'm invited back. But I will say this. <laughs> always, always wanted to say that. Uh, but Do it. Uh, but. I will say this. When we first got together, I said, listen, I love just Judy. And she goes, I love just Judy too. I was like, mm, just wait. Just Judy made an agreement with her husband. And she goes, I don't like fat guys. She goes, if you get overweight, we're done. This is what she told him. And I remember watching this. This is on, I think it was her and um, Wendy Williams. When Wendy Williams still had her show. And, um, and yes, I was watching Wendy Williams. I, I thought it was quite hilarious. But anyway, um, and she's on here and she goes, yeah, he's, he's on the treadmill. And she literally had a video and he was saying hey to Wendy or whatever. And he's walking on the treadmill because he goes, oh, yeah, she makes me stay healthy. She's, she said, I'm going to be committed to you. This is, a, this is a, a deal breaker for me. I don't want you causing, like, it's one thing if you, through your genes, you're going to have a disease. But you causing it, to me, it's like, man, what better way to not say you love your spouse? What, yeah, but... Hold on, let me finish. Yeah, yeah sorry. What sorry. better way, if you don't mind, what better way to show, outwardly express... I remember talking to my boss, my, one of my old bosses years ago. I said, I said, do you want to be around for your son? Do you want to be around for your wife? I said, with what you're doing to your body right now, what are the chances that you're going to be around, that you're going to be a granddad? Mm. Do you want your wife to be widowed? It's one thing when it's out completely outside of your control, car accident, something crazy. But when is your control? You have way more control. This is also what my show is about. It's about taking ownership. Mm -hmm. You have way more control than you give yourself credit for. And if you're in a relationship with a person, knowing that your chances of death as a man is way higher anyway, I think it behooves you, especially if you're getting married to them, to take care of yourself in a healthy way that keeps you around. Because in most families, once, someone, once the, your wife starts having kids, especially if you have more than two, it's going to be on you as a man anyway. And are you going to be around or are you going to have a heart attack? Are you going to die before your time? Because you, you were self-loving, mm -hmm. not the healthy kind, but just self-loving. Oh, I want to eat that steak. I want to eat that burger. I want to eat mm -hmm. this. I want to drink that. Uh, I drink with the boys, blah, blah, blah. And you're always drinking with the boys. Mm -hmm. I just think what I think, what I think of love, and when Judge Judy said that, and yes, was, it, was she selfish when she said that? Sure. But she was also saying, hey, Hey, big boy, I'm going to be committed to you and I'm going to stay attracted to you. 
And I have a buddy of mine, he's, him and his wife just celebrated 38 years together today. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's their wow. anniversary today, 38 years. And I'm not going to say the word, but he says, yeah, me and my wife say, stay effable. Well, they walk past each other. They're like, stay effable. And it's mm-hmm. their little cute thing that they have. Mm-hmm. And he looks better than most 58-year-old, 58 58 uh, actually more, he looks better than some 40-year-olds and 30, upper 30-year-old people mm-hmm. I know. And he's 58 years old. And his whole thing is, yeah, me and my wife just committed to staying effable. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Your attraction doesn't change just because you get older. Mm-hmm. That's why people still, like, if you look at the top search for on porn sites. I don't. I, actually, no, but if but. you look at statistics, <laughs> there's, like, there's, like, therapists who look this up. There's, right, a, there's right. a study on this. But what they do, what they find is people still look at younger people. You don't, your taste doesn't actually change. So if, you're t- if I know my taste doesn't actually change, why not just go, hey, babe. Can we just make an agreement that we're going to always try to be our best selves, even if we fail? And sometimes I'm going to have a stuffed crust pizza and every once in a while I'm going to have some wings and every once in a while I'm not going to want to go to the gym with you. But for 90 to 98 percent of the time, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I go to the gym whether I want to or not. And I think that that speaks to self-love, discipline, patience that I have with myself. And if you can find that in a partner... I think you you have a gold mine is what I truly believe. Go ahead. No, I agree. That that is a very individualistic it is point of view, but it's also about how you present it to your partner. Yes. Obviously Judge Judy, maybe she exaggerated. I don't know what she said. But the way you bring it up to your partner Yeah. And the earlier depends heavily. And the earlier you do the earlier. The better it's they're gonna take it. Yes. And that could be anything. Stay effable stay healthy or eat healthy yeah. or be mentally healthy yeah. however you want however to you be. word it correct correct yeah. taking the self-love and not using it as a weapon to do whatever you want no. but actually treating your body as a temple yes you don't put junk in a temple no but what was your original question i don't think i have one Oh, I said, what do you think about that? Because uh, we live in a society now think about people who kind of let themselves go yes so if you let yourself go, that is, that's kind of a, you're in default of contract. Yes. So that's how I see e- it. Even if you did or didn't, you know, have these conversations in the beginning, but if you just, as soon as you start dating or as soon as you get married, you just give yourself, you just let yourself go. You're not growing mentally. You're not growing physically. You're the same person. You're in, in fact, you're going backwards. And we're backwards. not talking about people who have certain chronic illnesses. No, we're, we're not talking about illnesses. Just intentionally, I've got you. I'm done. I don't want to work. I don't want to. The majority of people that end up like do let themselves go, let themselves go for that reason yeah. that now they're like, oh, well, priorities are different, yeah. this, that, and the yeah. other. And now, you know, we found each other. We're happy. We have our kids. My kids are priorities now. And it's like, even then, it's like, you don't get it twisted. Your kids are leaving one day. I, yeah. You two have to stay priority first. Kids or some people, for some people, it's God, self, couple, kids. Whatever the, your order is, if you lose each other as a partnership, especially if you go into marriage, if you lose yourself, don't worry about the kids. They're going to be messed up too. Yeah. Because you lost yourselves. Like, don't lose yourself. I mean, I've had some help. I've met some healthy relationships, help healthy couples that go. We're hiring a nanny. We're gonna we gotta go on a date. Right. You know. But just a quick point on that. Sure. I think that's a huge disservice to themselves and their partner. If you let yourself go, if you're yes. not growing, 
or you know however you have failed to meet the expectations or meet them with your initial conversation when you got got together mm-hmm. if you're failing at that and you're not recognizing you're not acknowledging or if you're acknowledging but you're continuing to do it that doesn't mean anything i think that's a huge disservice to yourself for the life you have mm-hmm. and that's a huge disservice to your family yeah to your partner and because you're missing out yeah and, and they're missing, they're out, missing on you. out they're missing out on you yeah. of what a beautiful human you can yeah. be and what you can give them and yeah. what you could all share together and they have to live with that yeah massive disservice yeah correct so i and i know that people in our world of uh, and it's not to me i don't believe in fat shaming when i say i don't believe in it meaning i believe i don't believe in doing it i think that's wrong but it what is i terrible yeah but what i also don't believe in is whatever body positivity means either because they're both not helpful what's helpful meaning body positivity is like just accept yourself the way you are if like i said i started earlier if i started mm-hmm. with just accepting myself where i'm at i don't become the version i am today i don't become a better human being you can be accepting that this is where you're at but it doesn't mean that you just put your fork in the ground and go, or you put your stake in the ground and go, I'm staying here, I'm not going any further. That's where I think people get the argument, they get mixed in the sauce. I think when it came out, the whole point was that if you live healthy, you work out, but you don't look like the hottest supermodel on Correct. Instagram, it's fine. That's where it However started. you look like, whatever your body is, right. just be happy with it. As long as you're healthy, just be cool with it, mm-hmm. don't be sad. Mm-hmm. But it went over to just be however you are yes it's there's a difference between if you work out every day and and i'm not the most ripped man in the world i have you know i've been up and down in weight there's some really ripped people (laughs) right 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 there's some really really fit people really but what's the definition of that correct and are you just you know supremely obese not just like technically obese because i think technically Somebody, it's so easy to be obese. It's, it's really easy it's to really be obese easy. technically, but yeah. if you're like supremely obese, yes. you're like 500 pounds for an average person, 400 right. pounds, yeah. and you're not doing anything about it. That is not self love. Even if you're that bo- is not body positivity. It's not body positivity. That is that no. is like that is your you're on a road to die very very soon. Yeah, or live a life dependent on drugs because that's the life you created, and I think that's unfortunate. So that's my more so my point is like. It all goes back to watering where you're at. I think if you put your head down, get into the trenches, take out the weeds, have the honest, raw conversations, you can defeat the notion and the, the response to compare. And always be looking across the street. Always be looking at the greener grass. It's like, yeah, mm. maybe that grass. So people always go to negative. Well, maybe it's on substance. No, maybe somebody's tending to that grass. Maybe that's why yours is not growing because you're not tending to her. You're not tending to him. You're not nurturing your relationship. You're not, you're not speaking into that relationship. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about the future with that person. And I think when people, like you get in what you put in, like really, like, I, this conversation I had, it's like, oh, this person's talking to this other other person that's outside of a relationship. It's like, I'm a good person to talk to because I'm going to listen to you as a friend. And I'm going to cry with you. I'm going to hurt with you. But I'm also going to say, where do we go from here? How did we get here? And what did what, 
what were your actions that we got here? Because people don't just do this stuff. Sometimes they do, but it's actually more rare than we give it credit for. People don't just leave for no reason. Majority of the time, they, there's something that happened that people are leaving, that they're having to go find something, that they're, they're hurting, they're distraught. And have you been present or have you been mm-hmm. consumed with the things of this life? And, and it's very easy for all of us as human beings to get consumed. So I think, and I'm shutting up, I think at the end of the day, if we water where we're at, we may not end up with a rose garden, but we'll be better than a desert. And the desert's where pe- things go to die. So if you don't want to be in a dead relationship, at least get some bluegrass in there. You know what I mean? But it's going to take work. It's going to take work. And the perfect relationship is not out there. Don't leave the 80% for 20%. That's another thing. A lot of people leave 80 for 20 what does that mean? So like their their partner that they're with is 80%. If they w- actually looked at it and said uh, all the positives and negatives, it would be like 80% good. It's like, ah, oh, but they don't have this. Oh, they don't have that. And that 20%, the more you focus on 20%, the bigger it gets to you. Because your head's just like, oh, I don't have 20%. Mm-hmm. But you're forgetting the closer you get to this, that that 80 that you do have also gets distant. So you can't even see it until you're out of the relationship and you're like, you're screwed. Because now they've moved on and they were 80% that you needed. Yeah. And you need to pick up that 20%. Be the 20% that you need. I even started doing it in my own relationship. I was like, man, I wish she was this. I wish I was like Sam. And one day I was like, heard this voice inside my head. It's like, hey, why don't you be the partner you want to be? You want to be with. Mm. How about you be that? I was like, what? How about you be the partner you want to be with? I was like, what the heck does that mean? Well, you want, to, you want somebody who's going to be in business. You want somebody who's going to be fit. You want, how fit are you? Yeah. Sometimes what happens, some of the people who would be talking are not even doing the things that they're expecting. Yeah. And so it's like, do the things you expect and watch what happens. Because sometimes what happens, that person will, oh my God, you're doing, oh, I'm going to jump on. But keep doing what you want to see and you'll see it, well, I think. It comes down to the relationships that we have outside of dating and love and your relationship with your friends, your family members, your mom and your dad. As long as you feel that oh maybe i need to change something about myself maybe if i want this i should be more like that Mm -hmm. they talk to their mom or their dad or a family member or somebody who is not helping them in this quest and they're like no honey you're fine how you are you're you're great what do you mean you need to change we raised you good yeah or i i've known you for 10 years we've been together since middle school you're a great person you don't need to change at all you're not dating me yeah. <laughs> I tell exactly. people, I'm like, you're not dating me. I say that about myself. I'm like, man, you would love me as a friend. I don't know if you would love me in a relationship. I don't think I would. I'm, not the <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just playing. <laughs> because I'm not the same person. Yeah. And people need, friends need to understand that about themselves, about each other. Hey, stop giving that girl that advice. You're not the guy on the other end. Yeah. Stop giving that guy the, that advice. You're not the girl on the other yeah. end. You're not in their life. You don't know their realities. You're not, you yeah, don't, you're yeah. not hurt by those words. You're not hurt by those actions. Mm-hmm. So stop acting like you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I think it's all, all time we have. But wow, like. wow. <laughs> Samuel Smiley. Yeah. Should we wrap it up? <clears throat> should. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. This was amazing. I had fun. This was eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys also found this. Okay, even if you didn't find it eye-opening, I hope you found it great. Or we hope that you're triggered and make some comments so that way you can get more views. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to cut the views part.
<laughs> yeah. I'm but actually not going to cut any of it. No, it should never be cut at all. Thank Ooh. you, guys. Thanks for having me.